0: This is Sunny Ono with Ultimo Dragon.
1: And this, this is Perched Ultimo Dragon
0: on Top Rope. The following
2: podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. Welcome everyone to a, a special edition of Perched on the Top Rope. I am your host, Lee Walker, and as you see, I am joined by the legendary duo of Ultimo Dragon and Sunny Ono. Guys, how you doing today?
0: Very good. Now I'm gonna be speaking For multi-international champion, Ultimo Dragon. Now, mind you, he's, he's fluent in many languages, but I'll be working today, not as just his manager, but as his interpreter. Not to be confused with translator. I am his interpreter. Understand that, Lee?
2: I understand.
0: Okay, all right. All right. I just want to lay the ground rule before we
2: start. All right. Um, Ultimo Dragon, you originally started training at the dojo in New Japan Pro Wrestling and then you left to go to CMML. Uh, what was the reason for deciding to leave New Japan?
1: I was a a little bit a so even at that time,
0: the Japanese order to be a Japanese wrestler, pro wrestler, you had to be big, big body, oh, time. height. Time. Height was very important. So uh, uh, his dojo teacher or sensei told him to say, because of your ability, you'd be better off to go to Japan. I'll go to Mexico. And so he listened to his teacher, and went to Mexico.
2: Okay. Well, while you were in Mexico and, and down at CMLL, you adapted the Ultimo Dragon persona. You were originally going by your uh, real name. How did how did you come up with the Ultimo Dragon?
1: When I first
0: went to Japan. Oh, or to Mexico from Japan. UWA. There was a company called UWA. Okay. That's my real name. He says I was competed there with no mask as my
1: real name. So then, after four years later, CMLEL from He says about four years later after that a
0: uh, scout from
1: CMLL contacted him. あの、the, the
0: people was in charge at the time was Antonio Peña. And and
1: he's the one who approached him. Mm-hmm. Eh? Yeah. He couldn't understand, because Peña
0: asked him, I'm gonna make you a partner of Octagon. And
1: he says, well, Octagon is a top star at the time. So he goes, what, me? He, he, says, he says, if you compare to
0: WWE at the time, it was like Hulk Hogan and an Ultimate Warrior kind of thing.
1: So well, he was really he said I couldn't believe that they were giving me this opportunity. I didn't believe it.
0: He took the chance because where he was where he was competing before that opportunity came by. He knew that it was limited. That's why he
1: went with Antonio Pena. Yeah, Peina's a little Antonio Peina told me when
0: I was twenty-four years old, you said so you're a great wrestler, but
1: He says, but you need a new 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 look. She
0: told me to put on a mask at the
1: time.
0: <笑><笑> so even when I was a child, from from my childhood, I loved the mask. You know the gimmick. Mm-hmm. And and so he said, of course, I would I would do
1: that. She says, I told him then. I like to be the tiger mask. And Penny, told him and says where the
0: Mexican people look at Japanese is not tiger, a dragon says that's when he told me you will become a dragon See, so that was the beginning
2: okay and um, is it true that you use Bruce Lee as part of your your character with the Ultimo dragon just
0: that... <laughs> I don't know how all those story came from but you know it was part of the storyline
2: mm-hmm. yeah okay. that,
0: that was you know I, I was a student or, or
2: with uh, Bruce Lee okay Um, one of the things I always like to ask anyone who has worked with Owen Hart I always like to ask a couple of questions and you actually wrestled Owen Hart in Japan part of the war promotion 29 years ago almost to the day it was October 21st 1992 with today being October 23rd what was it like to wrestle Owen Hart
1: he says It is the match I had in Sapporo, Japan. He says his
0: aura was different than other
1: wrestlers. I a single match with him. You see, I
0: couldn't believe that they were allowing me to have an opportunity to have a match with someone who's, you know, he felt that he was such a great wrestler.
1: The Sha no Iowa, Shayo Diktatino, but Sugoe Nakoto, you do be the I know says I don't remember the match itself, but the
0: opportunity that was allowed me to wrestle with such a great wrestler, and it's one of the highlight and memory that I have that I got to wrestle.
2: Oh, wow, that's that's incredible. I'm a big Owen Hart fan, so that uh, I I watched the match, and it was a good match. It was was really, really entertaining. Um, Now, when it comes to Owen Hart, I don't know if you follow American Wrestling now, but AEW has partnered with the Owen Hart Foundation, Mm. and they're going to do uh, an Owen Hart Cup in his memory and they're doing a, a bunch of merchandise and stuff. How do, how do you feel about that?
1: No, ima AEW
2: I mm. mm. see so
0: he feels that because Kenny Omega is one of the, the principal person AEW as well as he's the champion. The states, right? So he's Canadian, so I'm sure there's that influence as well.
2: Okay, um, you know, speaking of AEW, Sonny, you were there for the Eugene Nagata-John Moxley match. Yeah. How, how did you feel about the match? And then Ultimo, how did you also feel about that match?
0: <laughs> no, no he, he have not seen it. Oh,
2: okay, okay.
0: Um, for me, I was, you know, I was there in person to uh, 20 years later. 20-plus years later,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, uh, that Yuji got to come back on, on the same network, TNT, mm-hmm. that WCW was. So it was, you know, and not only that, many of the guys, the production crew, uh, many of the WCW guys. So it was good to see everybody and, and give, give, you know, gave me opportunities to go see and, and, you know, people I haven't seen for 20 years and and many of the like dean malenko arn anderson those guys are uh people who's working behind the scene at aew so it's great to see those guys again
2: great and ultimo was there ever uh, an opportunity had the aw ever contact you contacted you to wrestle there or do any any sort of anything with their promotion
0: Well, and I can speak this, uh, before the AEW started on uh, uh, Turner Network,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: um, would they get a call directly from Tony Khan? Um, I did. I spoke with them. We wanted to have uh, Ultimo Dragon on the show, or one of their promotional show in Florida. Um, I think it's a computer, uh, I forgot the name of it, but it's a a computer convention Mm -hmm. type type of show. And, and uh, it was, he was just, you know, he, he wanted to know what the detail was, but, the, the, but uh, uh, detail briefly what I can tell you that it was, you know, one time shot. And, and he was getting ready to go back to Japan for uh, Dragon Gate, um, which is a company he started mm-hmm. originally in Japan, but he'd been away from it. I stepped away from it for many years. And, and that opportunity came at the same time. So it was, it was more of a conflict of, uh, of scheduling than okay. anything else.
2: Okay. Um, and Ultima, when you, when you went to Mexico, was learning the Lucha Libre style, was, was that a, a learning curve for you at all?
1: I no. I didn't really study Lucha Libre. He
0: says, "But when I got there, um, I just flowed into it." Okay. Yeah. Why? he says, "Because since I didn't participate in Japanese pro wrestling, he was at the dojo only. So when I came to to Mexico in
1: Lucha Libre, it was it was that's what it was." For other So mm. confused. So,
0: Japanese style and mixing styles is different
1: mm-hmm. so if
0: you were used to Japanese style which he wasn't so yeah. so that actually helped him when Japanese guys when it goes to Mexico there's a lot of confusion he didn't he didn't have that so my start was in Mexico so I didn't have that conflict
2: okay um
1: now how did your talks with wcw happen?
0: He said, "I didn't have initially. I didn't have any um, thinking of working in the United States. But I, while I was in Japan, there was Junior Heavy, which is Cruiserweight mm-hmm. now here. You know, I was told that it's called as Cruiserweight. But he didn't. So, but he was working with people like Malenko in Japan. Eddie, mm-hmm. Eddie Guerrero, oh, Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. So he had that. But he, you know, his his objective was not to work. You know, to to." eventually working that wasn't and he's even any thought
1: so when they when they became part of wCW
0: he said I couldn't believe that they were he said I was really surprised
1: he said that's
0: that's when I realized there was a chance for me to go to go to United, go to America
1: okay. まあ、で、で、he says, at that point, through Masa
0: Saito, um, who was with New Japan, um, he, he had a contact with Masa Saito, and of course, we were already in a relationship, uh, WCW was with New Japan,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I'll add this too, that uh, Inoki, at a, a festival in mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, I think it was Sun you know, peace festival, in New York. and and that's when he, when uh, actually Eric was there negotiating some stuff with Enoki uh, and and uh, uh, we went there to watch. Well, actually, I went there, and Eric was there, and I think Eric even left before they even show, but um, Eric realized how important. The new japan version of junior heavyweight like like dean malenko eddie guerrero and at that point when he saw guys like ultimo dragon or i certainly witnessed these guys compete well as guy named that you might know chris jericho and 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 that's when when eric had ideas and says we need these guys because they're different than what's on the united states tv now so um that's when the opportunity came along and of course we, we became uh, uh, friends at that time, and, and ever since, you know, that's, yeah that I think that was in 19, 90, 95, 94, 95, no, 95, summer? Or six. 95 or 6. Maybe.
2: yeah Now, all those names you just mentioned, Lionheart, Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, Ray Mysterio, before going to WCW were in extreme championship wrestling. Did Paul Heyman ever contact you to try and...
1: He says not even once. Uh, okay.
0: He says, although I will tell you about uh, him is that um, when I went to WWE, he says he told me that that, that he was he was a fan of mine, he introduced himself. He says that really made me happy.
2: Okay. Um... And, you know, your debut in WCW uh, came, I believe, it was Hog Hogwild 96, the pay-per-view against mm. Rey Mysterio mm. for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. With that being your debut, did you know it was a pay-per-view? Because Rey Mysterio debuted on a pay-per-view, but they never told him it was.
0: So,
1: did you know that pay-per-view? No, I did, but what I think is that my debut was a pay-per-view fight against Rey Mysterio he says he says um,
0: I understood that he was pay-per-view um, but fact that my debut was with Rey Mysterio
3: すごいラッキーすごいラッキー so
0: he says I was very lucky because I got the showcase
1: yes. で自分の試合ができるじゃないですかこれが例えば他の選手
0: he says, "What really helped me was because of my background was lucha libre, and because he was because he was very mysterious. Now, of course, it could have been others like Dean Malenko or, or Eddie Guerrero who understood that. But I, the, the, the match would have been totally different. You know, it wouldn't have gone as great as it was if he wasn't for somebody who understands my style or understand certainly understands lucha libre." So that's why I was lucky. Okay,
2: um, how were you able to work in your contract to be able to work elsewhere while in WCW? Say it again? How was he able to work elsewhere like when going to New Japan and still working in WCW?
0: WCW
1: no do you on
2: He
0: said, no, after I signed with WCW, he said, I didn't work for the company.
2: Okay, Um, well, October 11th, 1996, you win the the J-Crown Championship. Uh, For fans who don't know, uh, in 1981, the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship was created by UWA and WWF, actually part of the J-Crown um i have the whole list of belts here the british commonwealth junior heavyweight the iwgp junior heavyweight nwa junior heavyweight nwa welterweight uwa ju- world junior heavyweight or lightweight the war international junior heavyweight wwa ju- world junior light heavyweight and the wwf light heavyweight also at the same time you are the wcw cruiserweight champion and the nwa middleweight champion my first question is how did it feel winning the j crown championship
1: 自分 so at
0: that point there was only three champions. Sasuke, mm-hmm.
1: Liger, and of course Ultimate mm-hmm. Dragon 8
0: first time there was
1: eight champions. All champion. And there was 8 band championship. For the difficult that it was for
0: representing all these company and the company champions, right? So having that opportunity, politics, you can imagine.
3: Yeah.
1: To being able to do that was, was He not
0: Even now, I would like to thank all the people that, actually made it ability to be able to do that tournament. So it's, yeah, it's, it's not about me holding the belt, all the belts, but just mm-hmm. actually having an opportunity for those guys, you know, the company and, and the champion to allow. So I would like to thank all the people who made it possible.
2: Awesome. And uh, Sonny, you actually brought up the the politics of it all. Is there a reason, actually, I should ask this first. When it came to the the WWF light heavyweight championship belt, did you ever bring that on WCW TV?
0: Yeah, of course, you know, he was with all the belts. You've seen it. And one of the reason, of course, it was shown on WCW TV,
1: and of course, we got a phone call, you know. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. I think I'm
0: not particularly sure of the dates, but I'm pretty close. My... What I remember is that there was I had eight belts and there was Dean had cruiserweight WCW Cruiserweight bait. So that you know, whoever wins it wins it all. And and I think day before that, I I think that we got a call from WWE that says, Yeah, well you can do that but not on their T V.
1: that's kinda how I remember it.
2: Okay. All right. So, technically, you're the first to actually not only hold a WCW and WWF championship at the same time, <laughs> but you're also the first to bring a WWF championship on WCW TV. Correct. That's, uh, that's pretty incredible. Is there a reason why none of the names of the belts were actually announced on WCW television?
0: <laughs> I, don't know. I, I doubt they knew.
2: Okay. You know, All right. yeah. um, Was there anyone in WCW that you wanted to work with but did not get the chance to?
0: WCW, I was able to get the chance to get the chance to get the it would get the chance nice I could, I could, I could the
1: to <laughs>
0: It's a universal study. I got to compete against Macho Man Randy Savage. So that was one of his highlights. He said that was one of my great memories.
2: Awesome. Um, if your surgery that you had coming off of the injury in WCW didn't have the, the botch to it, do you know what plans WCW had for you moving forward?
0: WCW in if
1: said,
0: "I don't know, but I will tell you this. This is my. I, I will probably answer that. You know, he became one of the guys. When, when I say one of the guys, I'm talking about Dean, Eddie, Ray, and and they were the action, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean." didn't really need you gotta remember back then those guys were considered cruiserweight you know that storyline for cruiserweight didn't really start tell um, Chris Jericho who started demanding more story background so if there was tonight's show Ultimo dragon versus Eddie Guerrero You didn't need a background, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, at least I didn't. And I think many of the fans will tell you they didn't because they know how great these guys going to perform. So the match was worth tuning in. You know, you didn't want to miss that. And if you watch their show, if you watch, go back and watch Nitro, these guys' show was bridging into the second hour where we go head-to-head against when WWE was putting on their show. So that, you know, when you got stuff going on, you don't want to miss that. You know, they didn't want them to tune into their stuff. That's so they use these guys strategically, you know, right. And a second, a lot of time on the second hour mm-hmm. or open a show with, you know, bang.
2: I mean, I'll be honest, when the cruiserweights were on, I was full blown WCW. Yeah, it was incredible wrestling uh, speaking while in WCW. And this is for the both of you to answer. How did you both feel when WCW split you
0: two up? Since <laughs> so, 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 I was a bad guy, I was, uh, you know, what they call a manager, the evil manager. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, the storyline was that, you know, because <laughs> If if you if you go back and watch all those shows, you know, you can analyze it. Although I was a heel, even if he tried to be a heel, what do you
1: he he didn't really sell with him, right? Yeah, I don't know. baby face
0: He said, you know, he'd been babyface almost all his history of, you know, from, from the beginning. Yep. It's difficult for him to be. He'd be a heel,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, so it was it was it was a, it was a natural for that storyline when they were trying to write a storyline about us, you know, and and audience already knew was always cheering him as a baby face. so when I did something, even try to help him by breaking the rules, you know, they hated me for it. Yeah. And and a fan was going, "Let the Ultimo do his own thing. You know, he can win by himself." So he was never a heel. You know what I mean? So <laughs> so when we split up, there was a, it was a good storyline, you know. Okay. And what cuz what it does, the storyline allowed us for him to showcase when I went out and got, you know, psychosis and La Parka, that yeah. allowed him to compete against all the luchadores.
3: Yeah.
0: You know, so it made sense
1: for as you know, far as far as the story goes. Mm. Mm. Mm.
0: He says what I just said, basically, he, he believed the same way. Because he can do a great match with the Mexican guys, the mm. Luchador's. So that story made sense. Because I'm the bad guy who goes out and get the higher gun, I get all these... You know, the the, the the luchadors the fight against Ultimate Dragon who has the same style so they can produce a great matches. Which they
3: have.
2: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now breaking away from breaking away from the luchadors, how what was it like competing with like the likes of William Regal for the T V championship?
1: Oh <laughs> more he says, if I can say one word
0: about William Regal, is that he's a very tough, strong wrestler.
1: Basically, so I always thought myself as a cruiserweight. So,
0: He says, "You know, he, he, he asked himself, you know, given this opportunity to, to compete against somebody like Regal.'" He's, he says, you know, that, that elevates him because he's cruiser cute, get to compete against somebody who's, you know, who's in a main roster, heavyweight. Yeah. And so he says, he wondered if that was opportunity was okay with the company. Sani,
1: I was like, I'm a cruiser cute wrestler. I'm a CKTV champion. I'm a CKTV
0: he says he believes the reason um, he's he's a cruiserweight champion always been cruiserweight wrestler and because i went above in his mind you know the u.s championship and 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 uh, he said maybe I went beyond who I need to be. That's why I hurt myself, I think. This is probably, that's God's will.
2: Okay, okay. <laughs> now, you had that surgery that fixed the first surgery, and you start competing in-ring again. What was your reason for reasoning for wanting to go to
1: WWE? Yeah, says, After I got hurt. Says, I can't use my hand, even now. 半分ぐらい感覚もないし。動かないですよね。だけど自分はリングの上で例えばインジョイがあって引退だったらまあ自分で納得できたんですよね。だけど手術がダメで。それが理由で、リーズ。あの says, you know, I had an opportunity. I took the
0: opportunity, but you know, it was very difficult for for my body to follow that opportunity
1: or, you know. This is what
0: I really realize now is that I got to see WCW, how they work, and I got to work at WWE, and and being able to realize the company how they work. which is or I'm not saying which one's better or you know or worse, but he says because I experience it. That, that's, you know that's, that makes me a better individual.
2: There's uh, a few places for pro wrestlers where there's a historic monument that they want to be at. And one of those places within wrestling has always been Madison Square Garden. So for you, um, was it a big deal for you to compete in Madison Square Garden as you got to compete? Uh, in your television debut in WWE Smackdown at Madison Square Garden against Shannon Moore, but then also again at WrestleMania 20. So was that a big deal for you to wrestle at Madison Square Garden?
1: Yeah, uh, I
0: remember the impact of when Tiger Mask wrestled at Madison Square Garden when I was a child.
1: そのプロレスのそういう
0: he believed that the three places. Arena Mexico.
1: Arena Mexico. その 3だと思うんですよ
0: never got to compete in Madison Square Garden. So it was on his,
1: you know. テレビでマイソンスティアガーナーにデビューさせてもらってそういうすごい素晴らしい舞台を用意してくれてたのにやっぱりそれに僕が期待に応えられなかったっていうのが僕が今すごい残念だと思って He says only regret I have is the fact that I couldn't
0: do a better match with that opportunity to be able to you know to be a Madison Square Garden So that that is my little regrets that I could have done a better
1: he says you know i
0: i, I uh, just people at wwe who gave me the opportunity to 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 realize my dream to be able to compete at three different places says, i'm really thankful
1: says, they,
0: they knew whoever they were they knew that was part of his dream to be able to compete at Madison Square Garden.
2: <laughs> awesome uh, and you know, you got to accomplish that dream and literally your, your first night on television and then mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Um, was there anyone in WWE that you wanted to work with but didn't get to?
0: In WWE, I didn't have a match. I didn't
3: have
0: a match. I wanted to match, but
1: I didn't have a match. Well, actually, there was a mystery from WWE. They buttanize.
0: So when you, when I was with Ray Mysterio was there of course, he says, but he says, you know, the way they look at it, he says they look they're similar characters, both mass guys, smaller, cruiserweight. But I didn't understand at the time. Yeah. He said that's true, and I didn't realize it till afterward.
1: He said so they asked
0: him if you take it mask off."
1: So that's, how, that's, why he left. that's
0: one of the reason why he
2: left. Okay. Um that was actually,
1: you know, coming up was um April Ray
0: Mysterio was, you know, really popular. So, but so that, as, a,
1: as a mask man, there was there wasn't really a spot for me. So, the mono of course, I'm that's
0: overcore stuff that's you know. I am a promoter as well, so I understand certainly a lot more now.
2: Yeah. Um and and, and with that did you wish you got to compete on Raw or be part of more pay-per-views in WWE? That's
0: right. So Raw or uh,
3: WWE, I'd
0: better be more than a match. So, of course. Of course. Know, I would have Yeah.
3: Would...
1: But yeah. I'm a promoter. Yeah. I'm a promoter. Or Dragon, I <laughs> he says, "You know, I'm a promoter now,
0: but yeah. if I had given, if I was given a chance between Rey Mysterio and Ultimate Dragon, I would choose, you know, Rey Mysterio."
2: <laughs> now, now, as a promoter yourself, do over in Japan, is promoting done differently in Japan than it is here in the states, as it is in Mexico or as it is in Canada? 日本のプロモーターあの、the,
0: the same. Okay. Um,
2: as a promoter, do you prefer being in the ring or do you like the backstage stuff now?
0: プロモーターとして、リングの方 this is both is very you know a lot of fun it's it's, uh, almost, it's, it's like you know, very interesting
2: and, and as a promoter in japan is there is there anyone that you enjoy watching that you book yeah yes
1: uh, oh. Mother. So I'm a wrestler, a promoter, but I'm a fan
0: So i enjoy the matches, so in my mind, I'm a still fan. So,
2: yeah. OK. Um. Now, when you were in WWE, did you have any interaction with Vince McMahon or Triple H at all?
0: Vince McMahon, the Triple H, the WWE, and I talked talked
2: I So
0: I only say hello i never even had any discussion
2: with any of those. Okay, guys. okay. Um, now, a, a, as a Japanese superstar, and Sonny, this question's for you, too. Um, how do you feel with, with superstars like Asuka and Shinsuke Nakamura when they cut promos and their English is kind of broken? Do you feel that they should have, like, an interpreter with them cutting <inaudible> their promos? What
0: do you mean, he, i he He believes. That it's it's much easier, especially if you're doing television, right? I mean, he says yes, I agree with him because what happened is this, right? Is it's very hard for a writer to progress the story. They're going to have a great match, just like he did. The okay, match is not the issue, but since especially a company like WWE is story driven, you know, so so you need someone who can, I mean, it's it's perception is reality. So for them to have English speaking manager doesn't speak Japanese don't make any sense, right? Yeah. So they need someone like me, you know, or, or same part that I played, you know, who can speak fluent English, who can cop promo and, 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 and there be him. You know, they do that for Brock. They do that for English speaking talents. So
1: what, you know, this should, this should certainly afford I don't know something. これ he says there's many great wrestlers he's talking about,
0: but mm-hmm. if you don't have the ability to communicate and be able to sell the the storyline and make it compelling enough so that people go, okay, we're gonna have Ultimate Dragon versus You know, wrestler X, but you have to. We know they're going to be a great match because they're great wrestlers. But the storyline, especially WWE, who's storyline driven, need to be able to. And last thing I'll tell you is this is that because English is my second language, last thing fam want to be able to go, what? What did he say? You have that experience. Every time you get on the phone and you get somebody from India at, 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 at uh, you know, who's a customer service. Mm-hmm. Me, being English, being a second language, it's very difficult for me to understand somebody who speak with broken English. Yeah. A lot harder than you because English is your first language. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So when somebody goes, no disrespect, I have all the respect because people who speaks with the accent speaks two languages. I have a lot of respect for that. But in this context, it's very difficult if you can't translate that that image, that thought, that storyline to the fan. Because, you know, a fan will turn on you like that, right? Yeah. And they'll start screaming, what? Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> it's over.
2: Yeah. Um, last question, Ultimo. Um Usually superstars when they think about their retirement match And you're still wrestling um, When they think about their retirement match They kind of plan it out a little bit If you were to have your retirement match Who would you pick?
1: after 3 4 years i But, Chris If that, it's
0: he thinks of um, to answer your question. He thinks of uh, you know I might have maybe two or three more years, and and you know my to answer your question, my dream match would be somebody like Chris Jericho who came up together, you know um, you know they started almost together, so their their wrestling history parallels, you know Chris is doing a a great deal at AEW right now. Of course, Otomo Dragon right now is, is is doing a great thing at uh, Toriumon in, in Japan. <laughs> so, you know, they're both still competing. They're getting towards the tail end of their stardom, a super stardom. So someone like Chris would be
1: ideal. i do like to say something i This is something i like to say. Jericho and like to Mm-hmm. So one of the thing I like to mention is that
0: the people that I came up with Ray Mysterio, Chris Jericho. Those guys are still competing and they're still super they are superstars. And it's that really makes me very warm in heart
1: that when I think of them. あともう mm-hmm. Chanto He says my dream will be to
0: have Japanese wrestler who can speak fluent English, who can become a star here, a superstar on their own.
1: That would that be one of my dreams. Are you saying she a prototype? says the
0: parallel will be like somebody like uh, Otani, the baseball player for Angels. Mm-hmm. or uh, uh, And he, someone like him in that context, who has become Japanese guy, who has become beyond, you know, he's a top baseball player in yeah, the country right yeah. now. So something that will be one of his dreams.
2: Awesome, awesome. Um, Sonny, in the last time you and I spoke you actually held up a contract with UFC. Whatever happened?
0: Well, I had you know, I had many opportunities since I left WCW. And one of the opportunity I had was I, I did have, you know, you got into a discussion where I had opportunity to, to go work there, but you know, just thing didn't work out, didn't materialize and 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 uh, you know, I like being retired, only picking my shots and you know, doing things like this and um Great interview with uh, Lee as uh, perched on top rope. <laughs> so yeah, they, you know, and and we get to go do some autograph signing like this. Get to see all my old friends. It's a lot more easier work than have to work.
2: Awesome. I want to thank the both of you for taking the time to speak with me today. Uh, this was a real honor. Um, I, I hope you have safe travels back to Japan, Ultimo Dragon. Sunny, I thank you for doing. Uh, uh, interpreting for for Altimo Dragon. You haven't
0: seen my bill though. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't seen my invoice. to <laughs> <laughs> But I understand English right? Oh yeah, he
2: understands <laughs> very well. Okay. Thank you guys so Thank much. Thank you. Thank you.